What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Sunday, June 28th, and I want to welcome you guys back to a brand new episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your hosts, Sebastian Ruiz and Zachary Cassio. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Uh, to start off, I wanted to uh, briefly say thank you to you guys. Uh, today, actually, we passed a thousand listens all time on the Break Room podcast. Um, you know, it's a super, super big milestone. You know, the first thousand uh, listeners. Um, you know, me as well as Zach, we, we want to say thank you to you guys. You know, without you guys' support, I mean, probably be still be doing it. But even with your support, it's even even better. So, uh, thank you guys for being part of this journey. Thank you guys very much for it. We appreciate every single time you guys come and tune in. And let's hope we can bring you some great plays for this upcoming week. Yeah, you're definitely getting your money's worth, that's for sure. Um, but we want to go over a little bit about last week's picks before we dive into this week's picks. So, uh, Zach, we had some we had some pretty successful uh, picks early on in the week. Yeah, we did. They were, they were pretty nice for us. I mean, Clovis, we know, ran really nice Monday and Tuesday, and I think she even opened up high on Wednesday too. So, I mean, you had a nice opportunity there to get in and make some money, especially on Monday when it dipped to below what it opened at. I mean, then it shot like almost 10%. So, I mean, it was a great day for that company. Went up the next day as well. So, I mean – that one, definitely I'd be keeping your eye out for because it might be trying to go back to those nines pretty soon with all the recent stuff that's come out on it. So, I mean, if it gets heavily beat down again, I mean, it might be another entry point. Yeah, as well as Zenerba, I mean, right off rip, right on open on Monday, it dropped to 582. And that, if any of you got in there, that would have been the, the best entry point you could ask for because I don't think it dropped below six for the rest of the week. Uh, Zenerba also ran a good amount um, to the 640s on, on Monday and Tuesday. And then as well, looking into our other play, the uh, the Bear uh, betting against the market like we suggested last Sunday, the XPXS. It actually found some good results for us midweek uh, as the unemployment numbers came out and the market took a little bit of a slowing uh, end of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So all three of those plays could have given you guys some good results if you found the great entry points, as we do, giving you guys plays every single week, chances to make money. I don't think yet we've had one play that's been a stinker. No no stinkers over here in the break room. All of them, <laughs> all of them find their way eventually. Yeah. But... Going into now, fresh, this week's picks of the week. We got three heaters, and we got one of them that's, that really got has a big upside coming in its future. And I think we'll start it off with that one with the ticker symbol GPS, and that's going to be Gap. Now, come on, Zach. You, you know, you see Gap everywhere. I mean, you guys know Gap, baby Gap. You see it at every goddamn mall and outlet store in, in the world. But something big happened last week, Zach. Tell them what happened. Yeah, so actually, we all know Yeezy himself, Kanye West, signed a huge deal with Gap saying that he's going to start selling affordable clothing for the normal population at Gap through a different type of product line. So he's practically going to be sponsoring that company. He's going to be like the face of Gap now, which... I mean, if you guys know anything about Kanye West and Yeezy brand in general, he really doesn't sell any clothing for less than a few hundred dollars. So Very pricey. Yeah, he's always been really pricey. So this new lane that he's going into with Gap might be a huge upside potential with this company because so many people usually get Gap when they're kids. But I mean, it kind of 
gets old and no one really wants to buy gap because it's gap. And I mean, this as a total might completely change this company's whole perspective as far as society's perspective on gap. Because I mean, right now there's not probably as many people that are buying clothes in the teenage that there was below like 12 years old. So if that picks up in that way, in that, um, what is it? Age group. Yeah. Demographic. It's probably going to pick up in maybe even the higher demographics in the twenties too. Maybe even older people, if they let, if they follow Kanye West and he's coming out with some great new clothing for some affordable prices, he might take off. I mean, this is his first opportunity to get into a nice department store that's located almost in every single mall across the country. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, we got some upside here. It's cheap as heck, only $12 and, I think 20 cents a share after hours right now. So there's huge upside potential on this. And besides that, I mean, we could really be seeing the complete brand remodeling of Gap. I mean, like Zach said, this is going to be a completely new line. It's going to be called Yeezy Gap. It's going to be a men's, women's, and children collection. And I mean, like Zach said, if you're familiar with Kanye West and Yeezy and like the influence that this guy has, I mean, he, he got into this because he worked at a Gap when he was in high school. So this that's kind of the, the tie that he has with Gap. And also, I mean, you can just see the, the th- everything he touches kind of explodes from, um, you know, this, ten, this is the, a 10-year deal starting in July. Uh, you guys know that before he was with Adidas doing his Yeezy lines, you know, the shoes that kind of took the world by storm. He was actually at Nike first, and he made this. He made them almost a billion dollars in three years with his Nike Yeezys. I mean, if you know anything about sneakers, like his, his Nike shoes are super rare to find. And then when he transitioned, left that partnership with Nike, he went to Adidas and almost that the Yeezy brand in Adidas itself is now almost worth $4 billion in 2020. And he's continuing strong with them. I mean, every everything he goes into, he sort of just increases the value in itself. And uh, for first year sale predictions at uh, the new Yeezy Gap line, they're expected a billion in sales in the first year, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, also touching on what Zach said, the upside Gap. I mean, I'm not sure if this was Gap's prime, but in 2016, they were around the $40 range. And if this Yeezy Gap starts picking up fire, uh, and, and it's cheap, affordable designer Kanye West clothes, clothing. I mean, s- there are specific demographics that will pick this up and just and just make this skyrocket. And I wouldn't be surprised if it broke forty um, a few years into this Yeezy Gap deal. So uh, buy some Gap. I mean, pretty much what we're saying. Buy some Gap now, and then in 2022 when they've come out with their first year earnings of that new Yeezy Gap line, it'll definitely be worth your while. Had a call coming in. I apologize for that. Unprofessional, but it's all right. This is live, uncut, and uh, that's what happens around here. So, uh, Gap. Yeah, definitely uh, buy into Gap. Like Zach said, very cheap stock, $12. Uh, crazy upside. You know, Kanye West going into it is is a super big news. 10-year deal. So, we'll see what Gap holds in the future. Yeah, he's uh, like a left Everything he touches turns to gold. Yeah, pretty much. He's got the Midas touch. He's got that Midas touch. Everything he touches turns to gold. Uh, but transitioning back to our more commonly known sector, if you're an uh, avid listener, you know that me and Zach like to trade in the biofarm sector. And now we're coming a little bit back to home with our next pick, FLDM, Fluidime. Oh, yeah. Fluidime's a great company. They're actually 
almost a, a kind of like a diagnostic testing company as well, just like the uh, co-diagnostics and a few of these other companies, Thermogenesis. They're actually creating or already have created a 10-minute finger prick test for the COVID-19 antibodies. And if anyone's been hearing lately, there's been a lot more talks. I mean, I'm, I was just watching 60 Minutes about 15 minutes ago. They were literally talking about antibody tests, how they're just not accurate right now. Their antibody test is 100% accurate. It's not only that, much more affordable because I previously thought I had the coronavirus, so I kind of wanted to go get a test. I couldn't find an antibody test for less than like $150. So this this company, Fluidime, is coming out with a $10 antibody test kit. That's practically unheard of. It's going to make it a lot more accessible for everyone to be able to get tested for antibodies because when September comes around, August rolls around, and people really start going back to school and stuff, I have a feeling that antibodies are going to be a huge play and to see who's really healthy, who's not going to be able to contract coronavirus as much. And I mean, not only with that, they're getting collaborations with multiple laboratories, with Bethel Laboratories, Integrated Genetic Lab Services in Spain, utilizing their different Biomark HD platforms. So, I mean, they're kind of coming in the up and coming right now for sure. And they just filed for a emergency use, emergency use authorization for the United States, which makes it so that all of their finger prick tests can be sent to laboratories to test for more people. So then sooner or later it can get FDA clearance. So right now it's really undervalued only at 370. So if that EUA goes through and then they get FDA approved for this finger prick test for the antibodies, this thing could easily shoot double digits. Yeah. And we have an average price target on it. Uh, you know, some analysts are giving it an average price target of $9. That is just the average, the lowest six and the highest 12. So like Zach said, really big upside here. Um, antibody tests have kind of been getting hit a little bit hard due to the accuracy and kind of uh, dicey results when it comes to those tests. But um, companies like Fluidime, uh, even our bonus stock from last week, uh, Bioamerica, are coming out with 100% tests. Uh, and especially, like we said, even on Wednesday, cheap and affordable is what we need. Uh, mass production of cheap uh, tests and affordable tests can you know really get us moving forward and knowing who has who has it who doesn't who needs to be isolated and who doesn't um and just to clarify that fda emergency use authorization it is not the same as approval so it's not going to be spread quickly it just means okay fda's got their eye on this they know they knows that this is promising so let's send it out to labs and let's tweak it up and get it ready for approval in the coming months yeah exactly uh going a little bit Passing on our Fluidime, we have our third pick of the week, and it's going to be ticker symbol TBIO, Translate Bio. Now, these guys also do a COVID vaccination tests, but they don't do antibody tests. They do an mRNA DNA test, which we don't really know the accuracy of because they're still testing, but they also are seeking FDA approval similar to Fluidine, and they're seeking approval around late 2020, early 2021. But the really big upside here is that they just signed a new partnership deal with, uh, I believe the company is, the t their ticket symbol is SNY, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they actually, this, co this contract, uh, their partnership company is going to be worth $450 million in investments with up to $300 million up front and up to $150 million in private stock offerings 
and this this is the this is the catch right here, guys. With a potential of up to two billion in milestone royalties. Now yeah, that's, that's nuts. If you guys remember our play from about two weeks ago, this sounds really similar to our select a play, except the numbers are almost doubled. Two billion in royalties, three hundred million up front. Uh, they actually had a pre. They they already had like a pre-anticipatory run to the news of this. Uh, Contract dropping, they went from $15 a share, shot up to a high of $32, and then actually started selling off a bit because right after that news dropped, they dropped a $125 million common stock offering. So $125 million common stock offering with a $150 in private and a $300 up front. These guys are holding on to some heavy cash right now going into their uh, phase two for their mRNA COVID tests, which is only going to be able to uh, you know, certify them with more accuracy, more money can allow them to work with more tests, more labs to really perfect this test and give us another angle to try to uh, you know, find a solution to this COVID stuff that's going on. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think, I don't know if it's 125 million shares I'm seeing here might be 12.5 million shares offering. But the crazy part is that the current share price is only 1948, and the common stock offering is at $22 a share, which means that they already are offering for higher than what the current market price is, which is kind of a huge sign get in now because it's going to go up to at least what that offering was at. Like the $22 a share, that's an indicator for, all right, this price is going to be more than $22. Usually you only see ones that are when they do a common stock offering, it's usually way below the current price. So when you can get on it, when it's under the common stock offering, it's like a gimme. Yeah. And I just want to apologize there. Zach is right. A 12.5, not a 125. I apologize there. 12.5 million common stock offering. Um, and as well, another another great news that you know this is heading in the right direction. And like Zach said, to get in now before this thing's gone. I mean, if you guys have been following, you know, diagnostic companies like Zach said, um, and anything related to COVID, you know that things related to COVID are are the things that are moving forward. You know, a lot of a lot of instability and shakiness right now in the economy. But if you're in on things related to COVID, you're going to be able to make some money. Actually. Zach was eyeing down uh, one of the companies, Inovio, NIO, and they actually hit an insane run to the mid-30s. I mean, there's no reason that maybe a company like T-Bio couldn't do it because of specifically four price targets that it was given last week. Coming from the highest being a $40 price target, then a 30 then a 29 and a 24 all with buy ratings. So this is not going to be under the 20s for much longer. I know I'm loading up on Monday uh, if this if this opens below the 20s pre-market because we're not going to see it there for very long. And I'm hoping it goes to the 30s maybe in, in a few weeks if they really get that, that cash flow working for them and they crack down on those uh, mRNA tests. We could see some great results out of these guys. Definitely could for sure. I like them a lot. They have a lot of upside. I mean, usually when companies do that offering, that means they've got something coming in the future. So they want to get that money to fund it so that they can keep going as fast as they're going and keep coming out with new improvements in their in their pipeline. And this is one of those companies that's just getting the ball rolling and they're getting it rolling fast. And they're getting started with phase through with phase two around late 2020. Uh, maybe a little bit earlier if they if they're able to start and get that FDA approval going. So uh, 
big, big futures out of these three stock uh, stocks that we're giving you guys this Sunday. Like you guys know, we do not give you guys pump and dumps. We give you solid stocks with great research, great pipeline, great future. And definitely, I mean, if you, hold, if you held all the stocks that we gave you guys, you'd be up. 100% facts. If you look at the numbers, you'd be up. So none of these are pump and dumps. Play them how you want. Know your exits. Know your entries. And know which ones you're like, hey, I like this. This could be this could be big for the future. I'm gonna hold on and I'll and I'll see you in a month or two. So, um, I want to thank you guys again for coming and checking in. It's gonna be a little bit of a quicker episode this Sunday. Just wanted to give you guys nice, quick three, short, sweet, simple uh, plays for this week. Uh, the market's been a little bit shaky. Um, personally, I I'm keeping my eye out. Uh, you know, I know a lot of analysts and economists and and people that you know are voicing their opinions or saying that. There's going to be another crash, this and that. I know personally for me and probably for Zach as well, you would say I'm just taking it day by day. You know, yeah. I'm not uh, not waiting for a crash to happen. I'm not hoping for a crash. I'm taking things day by day. And that's how you should be doing it. You can't be waiting for the inevitable to come. You just got to take it day by day. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, people realized about 30 years ago, you really can't predict anything more than like three days ahead because anything can happen nowadays. I mean, you never know. One piece of news could change everything. So always, like like Sebastian said, that's a great point. Play it day by day. You see how it opens. You see what's in store for the rest of the day. Play off that. Exactly. Um, once again, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, coming in, checking in the break room, listening, listening to us, letting you guys give us the plays. I know a lot of our friends uh, and a lot of listeners that are just uh, starting out investing. I've, you know, I've said that the podcast has helped them a lot, and even some people that want to start. Um, you know, we're happy to hear that feedback. Uh, we just hit a thousand views, like I said. Our next milestone is twenty five hundred. I want to see if maybe we can get that by August. Maybe by the time we go back to school and get that YouTube kicking. But we'll be here twice a week, every week. Don't forget it. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys so much for checking into the break room. Now go clock back in, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.